Time to go around the NFL and out to the KDUS hotline we go. We're now joined the sports by Nate Davis of USA Today. Nate, my apologies. I haven't got to your 32 things that we learned in week eight yet. Uh, usually I go through that uh, on Monday afternoon. So what are a couple of the 32 things that uh, stand out to you immediately when I ask you about this question when we get narrowed down from 32 to a couple things? Sorry about that, but you can do it. Well, I mean, the, uh, the uniform situation in the NFL was great yesterday. You know, Seattle Oilers uh, yeah. have the Lions tonight. We got the uh, the trade deadline coming, and maybe that gets a little more interesting um, from a quarterback perspective with with uh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins hurt. Um, yeah. The uh, Arizona Cardinals are, are one of two teams with fewer than two, two wins, but you probably already knew that. They've, they've been joined with Carolina at one and six. Uh, and I'm told there's a World Series in Arizona, Bob. Is that true? It is. The next three days are right here in Arizona, in Maricopa County. So there you go. So glad you're keeping up on that with everything else you got going on. So very nice. Uh, we'll get to I will get, we'll get to the trade deadline for sure here momentarily. First up, let's go to the Niners. Uh, the 49ers. They were the greatest team on earth when they routed the Cowboys. You know, just you know, since then, three straight losses. How much uh, concern should there be regarding Kyle Shanahan's team? And uh, maybe how much of this is on, you know, Trent Williams has been out the last two games and really probably shouldn't have finished that game in Cleveland either. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think you can there, – there's a couple things here. Uh, and certainly Trent, Trent Williams and Debo Samuel uh, getting hurt in that Cleveland game. Uh, Debo hasn't been played since. And like you said, Trent, Trent finished that out, but we haven't seen him since that game. I mean, you know, you're talking about probably the best left tackle in the league and then, and then one of the most versatile players and a guy that's really key to that, that San Francisco offense. So um, those are issues. Uh, you know, Brock Purdy has not played as well. How much of that is tied into the fact that his supporting cast has been uh, diminished the last couple of weeks? I think I think that's a big part of it. But I, I think you also look at that defense um, not not really maybe playing up, up to the standard it set last year. Uh, you know, they've got a new coordinator there with D'Amico Ryans having moved on to coach the Texans. Um, and, yeah, you know, the first couple of weeks when, when the Niners are scored, scoring 30-plus in each of those five wins, you know, that's a group that's not really tested and, and can easily go into pass rush mode, but that hasn't been the case the last couple of weeks. So, uh, you know, I think you got, you got a lot going on here. I think I think that when, when healthy, they, they should – they should bounce back, uh, but you know Brock Purdy has shown that they, that he that he's human, and and you know people that want to label him a quarterback maybe have a little fodder there. But I, I think this team will be okay. Um, but it, it is remarkable that they they find themselves uh, second place in the NFC West this morning. That would be true. And uh, yesterday they lose to the Bengals, and uh, with an, an apparent now healthy Joe Burrow, what's your assessment of the Bengals at this point? Yeah, I mean, obviously they're 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 going in the uh, trending in the opposite uh, direction, and uh, well well timed uh, buy buy for them. And, and Joe Burrow looked looked pretty spry yesterday, you know, moving around uh, better in the pocket. You know, you even ran for forty three yards. Um, you know, got got T Higgins back healthy. He had a decent game uh, yesterday. Uh, they've got a really brutal schedule, so you know they're going to have to to maintain this, and they're they're trying to become the first team I think since this latest round of playoff expansion start 0-2 and, uh, and make the playoffs twice. They did, they did it last year, uh, trying to, to repeat the, that, that pretty tough um, hurdle uh, again this year. But uh, you, you got to like Cincinnati's talent. And, you know, every, every team in the AFC North is good. Uh, every team in the AFC North also seems to have 
uh, have its issues, um, and the Bengals seem to get be getting past theirs as well as, as the Ravens. Um, but you know, again, they, they they've got a lot, a lot of tough teams ahead of them. But uh, you know, when they're right, you know, they're they're obviously you, you know they've been as far as the AFC Championship game the last two seasons. We we know that they can be good. The Chiefs and uh, Patrick Mahomes finally lost a game to the Broncos uh, after 16 in a row uh, for the for the Chiefs. Uh, the offense, the Chiefs' offense, is, I think it's safe to say, has been inconsistent this year. Uh, is that because they just need a number two guy to, you know, the second receiver at least to go with Kelsey? Well, whether you want to say that or whether you want to say that, <coughs> pardon me, that Patrick Mahomes just kind of needs some more time to find some some uh, some rhythm with these guys. Uh, you know, he, he did it last year. You know, obviously we all saw. Um, but they, they kind of overcame Tyreek Hill leaving, and, and I mean, there's been more turnover this year. You know, with uh, you know Juju Smith-Schuster had a pretty big role uh, in, in that offense uh, a year ago. Um, you know, they've had some issues breaking into the two the two new tackles, particularly uh, Juwan Taylor and all, all the uh, penalties uh, he, he's had on on the right side. Um, but you know, the, the Chiefs, I think they'll be okay. I mean, the other side of this coin is that their defense has been. Really good. I think yesterday was the first time they'd given up more than 21 points, like in, like in 15 games or some long stretch like that. And then they gave up 24. Uh, but you know, guys like Skyler or excuse me, Sky Moore need, need to step up. Um, you know, we'll see what they can get out of Nicole Hardman now that he's back in the fold. Rasheed Rice has, has shown that he can be a pretty nice player. But um, I think I think there's just more more time for for, for them maybe needing to gel. Uh, I think it's probably unlikely that they're going to make a move, another move. For a guy here uh, before before Tuesday afternoon, but I'm, I'm not overly worried about the Chiefs. And obviously, Mahomes had had you know the uh, not feeling 100 percent yesterday, so I'm not going to read too much into this loss. The Broncos have allowed 70 points to the Dolphins and beaten the Chiefs in a span of six games. Uh, have Sean Payton and Vance Joseph figured some stuff out. I. Uh... I mean, they're they're playing better. I mean, they've been they've been competitive uh, in in several other games. You know, Russell Wilson has has not played badly this year. I mean, I don't think you can you can pin how badly this year has gone at this point, really, um, on him. You know, Jerry Judy showed up yesterday. That that, that certainly uh, helped, and then and then they got some more out of their run game. Uh, probably premature for me to say that they've uh, they've they figured it out, and then they're going to be an interesting team to monitor over the next, uh, I guess. 28 hours here because they, they've got some parts I think that maybe some other teams could use uh, but you know I, I don't think the Broncos are, are a team that's going to factor into the AFC West or the AFC race period down down the stretch here and then they're going to be facing some uh, some pretty weighty decisions in the offseason so we'll see we'll see where that goes Nate Davis of USA Today is currently in the sports zone all right the Chiefs and the Dolphins play next Sunday in Frankfurt uh, what is some things to look for in that matchup well, I think I think it's you know the, the the matchup that probably we're going to be watching and looking forward to the most is kind of this this Kansas City defense versus uh, this this Miami offense and specifically uh, trying to defend their their old buddy uh, Ty, Tyreek Hill. Um, you know, kind of also be watching. You know, sounds like the Dolphins are going to be getting over to Germany you know, here in pretty short order, and Mike Mike McDaniel wants his players to kind of enjoy their Tuesday and do some sightseeing and doesn't want to try to cram too much into a compressed space. Um, don't know how the Chiefs are going to, you know, de- deal with that, but I mean that, that is another factor going into this game. But um, yeah, you know, as, as we've seen, the, the Dolphins are, are really good at getting these uh, these explosive plays and, and putting points on the board 
quick. Um, they're not necessarily as, as great at, at getting, uh, you know, three yards when they need it. And, and we've seen that the big kind of the big dichotomy of their season is that they, they beat up on the Patsies, uh, and then they've, they've lost uh, to two, the two good teams on their schedule being Philly and Buffalo and, and uh, lost both those games fairly decisively. So um, we'll see. Uh, nice getting getting Jalen Ramsey back certainly yesterday, and he had an impact on that game. And, and they're still waiting on getting their other corners, Xavier Howard, back. So I think the Dolphins still have more room to, to hit their ceiling. Um, but you know they they also hit the floor sometimes. Um, but it'll be a you know be a fun one to watch. Hope everybody's up uh, at nine thirty out here in the East to see that one. It's going to be an even tougher ask for the uh, people in Arizona to watch that one. Yeah, I'm, I've I've kind of ignored these early games, uh, at least the London games. I'm going to actually. You know, get up early and, for me, watch that game on a Sunday morning. All right, from, from the elite to the bottom, the Cardinals, after Sunday's loss, uh, are back in the, uh, at least for now, the spot, slot for the number one pick in the 2024 draft. Is Caleb Williams still a slam dunk to be that number one pick, no matter who's picking it? Uh, I mean, he, he, he may have gone from slam dunk to, to, to free throw, but um, I still think he's kind of the the – a presumptive number one pick. I'm not sure any of these other guys have bypassed him yet. He had a, he had a good game on, on Saturday, uh, albeit against uh, Cal, but uh, you know, he's, he's drawn unfairly, of course, you know, the, those Patrick Mahomes kind of comparisons already. Uh, people saw what he did last year. Obviously, you know, they, they've had their, their bumps this year, but he's also had some big games this year. So, you know, th- th- this debate will make probably make for more, um, Good, good fodder going into the draft, and uh, I, I guess there's whispers too. He may, he may even go back to USC uh, for 2024. Um, hard, hard to, hard for me to believe that that'll happen. But I, I would not rule him out of the number one spot just yet, or say that there's a real debate for for who might be challenging him for it. Nate Davis, of USA Today, currently in the Sports Zone. All right, let's get to uh, the game tonight. Uh, the Lions on Monday Night Football. How about that uh, against the Raiders? What are you looking for tonight in this game? I'm looking forward to seeing those new Detroit helmets. The people are going to like those with the uh, little Mustang flavor to them. Uh, to, you know, all the whole Ford co-branding with the Lions. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing them them get play. You know, a, a primetime game finally in, in their own building. Um, as we know, Ford Field finally you know, sold out for the entire season. And then the people of Detroit are, are really uh, amped about this team. Um, and, you know, this seems like a game that they, they probably ought to win tonight. Um, looking for a, for a little bounce back here. Uh, you know, like like to see maybe Jameson Williams get a little more work and become a bigger component of that offense. But I mean, this is a good team. I'm not sure how much of a test they're going to get um, from the Raiders. I mean, they have been playing better uh, of late, but, but you know, haven't really played any, any tough teams. This will be a, a definitely a, a step up or you know, one or two steps up in weight class for them. So I'm, I'm looking for a strong performance out of the uh, NFC North leaders tonight. All right, you mentioned the trade deadline. That's tomorrow at 1 o'clock Arizona time. Which, quote, big-name players do you think are most likely to be dealt? Well, I still think that you know I'm, I'm definitely looking at Derrick Henry because I, I just I don't I don't see why the Titans would would try to get something for him now while they can uh, and, and perhaps DeAndre Hopkins, but I mean I think that they just kind of need to embrace the rebuild as opposed to kind of uh, half stepping on it, which they've done the last couple of years. So keep an eye on Tennessee, and obviously they've already they've already let one guy go and Kevin Byard. Um, I mentioned Kirk Cousins earlier. I, I am pretty fascinated with what what are the Vikings going to do here. 
Um, I mean, obviously they made some moves in the offseason, letting Kendricks and Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook go, um, kind of clearing the decks for a Justin Jefferson contract in the future. Uh, they start one and four, but, but now they're back to four and four. You know, they're currently the, the third wild card in, in the NFC field, um, which is not, you know, a very deep field. Um, are they going to just stick with the guys they have in house, which are kind of, a, you know, Jaron Hall, an unproven rookie, and, and Nick Mullins and, and Sean Mannion, who are, uh, you know, journeymen with, with, I think collectively five and 15 NFL record. You try to go get a guy like a, like a case Keenum or whatever, and bring it in and see what you can do with this, or are they just going to try to, you know, stick with what they have and see how it goes. So really, uh, you could say they, they, uh, bad, bad luck having this injury come up two days before the trade deadline, but maybe it would have been worse luck if it had been next week, but, but I'm kind of fascinated by, by that one. And then pass rushers too, I should mention. I mean, uh, I think, Commanders can't keep both chasing on the Montez Sweat, so I'm, I'm guessing one of them will go. And you know, obviously, we'll be keeping an eye on guys like Daniel Hunter and Brian Burns too. I was going to mention Hunter specifically. So, where would be you know possible landing spots for the pass rush trio there that you mentioned? Well, I mean, I, I don't know that there aren't landing spots for for pass rushers. Uh, you know, and, and the Hunter one is interesting because, like I said, three weeks ago the Vikings were one and four, and it seemed like they, they could de- definitely be a, a team that would sell. Um, going into yesterday, you know, they, they look like a, a viable playoff contender again. And then, you know, what what are they now? And, and what does that you know, what, what does that mean for Daniel Hunter in the last year of his contract? But you know, you're never going to find a defensive coordinator that, that won't won't take more pass rushers that won't take more cornerbacks. So I, I think you can you can fit these guys pretty much anywhere. I think I think a, a trade I'd kind of mock that I, I would like to see was was Chase Young maybe to a team like like Jacksonville. Uh, that can use a guy like that on kind of a half-season rental basis. Um, you know, they're, they're okay at pressure. They're, they're not good at actually getting sacks. But um, I, I think, you know, I, I'd like to see a team like like the, like the Jaguars get uh, a bit aggressive. Uh, you know, we got, we got four AFC division leaders, all six and two. So I think you know, any of these teams, you could you could make a case, need to do a little something to distinguish themselves. Which NFL team do you think would be the best landing spot or, you know, one of the best landing spots for Henry? Yeah, I, I kind of identified five with, with with him yesterday. Places that he might work, you know, I think Dallas will work. I think I think Cleveland works very well. I mean, they they've got the cap room to, excuse me, absorb his contract, and he's kind of a similar runner to to Nick Chubb. I mean, they, they've kind of been able to do it by committee to a degree, but certainly Derrick Henry is better than any of the guys that they have there right now. And with the ongoing questions about Deshaun Watson's health, um, you know, I think I think if you can really juice up that running game with a guy like him. Um, uh, to, to complement what's, what's been an excellent defense uh, this season, and, and give those guys a rest if you can play ball control on offense, which means running the ball. I think I think Derrick Henry to, to Cleveland would, would work very well. Um, I think the Ravens might be another one that would work well too um, to take a little bit of that load. Ra- Ravens and Bills, kind of same situation. Take take some of that running load off, off your quarterback uh, and, and give your run game a little bit a little bit more juice with a guy like him. Talking with Nate Davis from USA Today. You mentioned the Bills. You know, obviously they lost Milano and White and Jones from their defense. Offense has been less than humming, I think it's safe to say. You know, can the Bills you know, do enough in these next 24 hours to kind of get this figured out? Well, I mean, I mean, they don't really have a reputation for, for going out and, and, and making big deals. So, I mean, I, I kind of think that they'll probably end up staying pat and they don't have a ton of cap space. I think I think they're under four under five million, maybe between four and five million. So they don't have a ton of flexibility uh, without moving some money around to do anything anyway. But 
I, I'd like to see them take a shot at a guy like a Derek, a Derek Henry to, to help Josh Allen. I mean, another guy I thought maybe they ought to look at. Uh, what you kind of hit on this was maybe an athletic linebacker like a Devin White. I mean, you're, you're not going to replace Matt Milano, uh, but certainly you, you can fill that hole up a, a little bit. Um, and, and I would like to see them do something that, that you know, suggests a little bit, hey, we're, we're, we're going for it. We think we've got enough, enough, almost enough here, but we're, we're, we're going to bring another guy into this locker room because we think that can put us over the top. Okay, one other team, speaking of over the top, the Eagles are 7-1, and one, but their defense, they've allowed some big plays, including yesterday against Washington and Sam Howell. Yeah, I know that they, you mentioned they, they, had, they added Kevin Byard last week. Uh, could they be looking to add more? Well, I, th- I don't think the Eagles were never not looking. I mean, how, Howie Roseman is about as active a GM. Um, as you're going to find, and I mean, you know, we, they they did the buyer deal last week. You know, they they, they brought in Julio Jones to the practice squad. He he scored a touchdown yesterday. Um, yeah. you, you, the offense seems to finally kind of be um, pretty much humming, even though Jalen Hurts is just dragging that that leg around to a degree. I, I don't think the defense is fully gelled um, after the coordinator change and, and losing some guys up the middle last year, but they they still got you know some really nice pieces with with Jalen Carter playing well. As a rookie, I, I'm not I'm not overly worried about them. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they make another move, but I think that they're probably more in a tweak mode as opposed to making another splash. Nate, always good talking to you. Thanks much. Have fun. All right, Bob. Enjoy your baseball. Oh, yes. We will definitely do that for sure. No question. Nate Davis from USA Today. And uh, once again, to, uh, check out the 32 things uh, that he learned uh, in week eight 